Welcome to Nouna Talk, the podcast all about nouns. This is a show where we interview members of the DAO and project builders in the ecosystem. I'm your host, CDT, of the Lost Nouns team, and on today's episode, we're talking about FOMO Nouns, the project to help settle desirable nouns after the daily auction has been completed. We'll hear from Forager, one of the devs who created the project, and NG, another dev who's been working on updating and improving it for the past several months. We also dig into the architecture and mechanics behind FOMO to better understand how it technically works. I'm excited for you to hear this episode about the project that is so loved by the Nouns community. Nouna Talk is a show that is hosted and produced by me, CDT. If you have questions or comments about the show, feel free to reach out on Twitter at CDT underscore ETH. Thanks again for listening and enjoy the show. Hey guys, thanks for uh, thanks for joining us today. Um, what if we started off with um, some intros? We have Forager and NG. Uh, we're here to talk about you know the past, present, and future of FOMO nouns, the proposal, and the project and kind of the community-wide phenomenon. So why don't we just start with um, some level setting about who's here and who we're, you know, talking with and kind of a little bit about your experience. So Forager, if you want to start us off with a little bit about yourself. Yeah, yeah, happy to start. Um, so yeah, I'm uh, Forager, uh, one of the, the builders behind FOMO Nouns with, uh, with Rayo. Um, so I'm sort of uh, been around the noun space for a while, did a bunch of sort of development work or uh, helping out around SharkDAO, um, particularly in the, the earlier days. Um, and yeah, just a bunch of background in engineering and other things that uh, that we can get into uh, uh, later if we need to. Great. And NG? Yeah, um, I actually joined crypto just October last year. So I'm pretty new here. And um actually switched one project I was uh, making and at some point I was like, oh, why not to um, switch making it as NFT? And then I kind of, it's actually interesting how I um, got into NFT because uh, I checked it out in uh, March uh, 2021 and uh, when it actually the first like uh, peaked like of interest and I, op- I remember I was op- uh, checking the OpenSea Foundation, was like looking, people are selling like just pictures for crazy prices. I was like, oh, maybe maybe there is something. But then I, I op- like checked OpenSea and they said that there is already lots of crap that people are uh, putting as NFTs, just trying to make money. I was like, uh, probably it's already kind of busy here. So I passed, but... Yeah, later on, uh, uh, like with one project, um, with one guy I followed on Twitter, he launched the project. I was like, oh, this is interesting. Uh, this is really interesting use case for, uh, for NFTs. And I kind of saw a future in, the, in that and kind of really jumped and started going down the rabbit hole in October. And then kind of that time discovered the nouns and yeah, starting hanging around and making some things around nouns. So how did you first hear about it and kind of what, you know, drew you in to kind of stick around and, you know, later want to build on it? Uh, nouns? Yeah. I mean, uh, actually, I think I followed the, um, 
4156 on the Twitter. And I checked the the nouns, of course, he because uh, he was posting about it. And um, I checked it out and I kind of, okay, this is something interesting. And um, I, I think it was like a new year uh, celebration, like 31st December. I, I had a project uh, of mine I was working on uh, that involved generating uh, like random names uh, using uh, ML model that was making names. And I was like, oh, it could be interesting, right? Like giving names uh, to nouns. And actually I started uh, nouns need names. Uh, like I, I, met, I think I posted the first uh, noun with, with some name on 24 December, and then I kind of started posting every day for every new noun, giving names. And then I kind of joined the nouns Discord and like created a website later on uh, for this. So it's kind of happened that just one day I was like, like, hey, maybe like merge these two things, maybe it would be interesting. So yeah, that's kind of how it started with nouns for me. Yeah, and and... Forger, what about you? Because I know you were around from like, I mean, way before the early days. Yeah, I was. Uh, um, uh, I was actually trying to go back and, and figure out how I got into it in the first place, but I actually think it was from uh, the the Wizards. Actually, I think uh, when they like did the mint, I know Gremlin was a was a fan, uh, and I think they minted him like a, a commemorative one. Um, and so I think it was like kind of following Gremlin and. Uh, then saw some of the nouns art uh, and sort of got interested pretty early. I mean, I think the thing that first drew me in was just the the art um, and the the noggles and stuff. It just had such a distinctive sort of vibe and it seemed like something they could have, you know, branding potential and just sort of take off. Uh, and then I think the whole just DAO setup of it uh, also that was like pretty cool because uh, I think as, as NG said, there was a lot of just sort of uh, cash grab dump things at that time. Uh, and so I think the idea of actually building a treasury using that to like build and sustain the project, I thought was pretty cool. Um, and so, yeah, and I, I was uh, just like priced out of actually, you know, buying a noun itself. So that's when SharkDAO was sort of a, um, a cool place. It was like just a community building there. And so that's really where I, I got sort of more involved uh, initially. And how far back does your, you know, kind of crypto history go did you know you know when when, when joining shark or now did you know some of these people from other communities um yeah I, I i didn't know too many of the like individuals i mean just for crypto i've been sort of um watching and, and dabbling for kind of many years but i really probably got um most into it about like 2020 uh and yeah, I think uh, I, I didn't know too many of the individuals, but I'd sort of done various, you know, projects or, you know, messed around with solidity in various forms. So uh, sort of when nouns hit, I was, uh, you know, familiar with the ecosystem, at least. Yeah. Yeah, I always like to ask because when I joined, you know, the space, as they say, personally, it was pretty much when nouns started. And so, like, I mean, I am a big fan of nouns, obviously, but like the two kind of feel hand in hand. Um, and so it's it's funny because there are people that have been around, you know, since 2013 and that just feels, you know, insane to try to think about what it was like back then. Yeah, I wish uh, um, 
like I was sort of a watcher for many, many years, but I wish I would have gotten as involved back then as I was now. Um, but would have a lot more ETH, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, everyone wished that, like, <laughs> if I joined the US. If only I knew. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so kind of touched on it, but I'm curious, you know, um, you're both devs. Uh, what kind of, you know, skill set or, or, or tech stack do you guys work with or, or like to work with? I yeah, can, go uh, for it. Or, yeah. yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, uh, so I've been doing development for like a long time in various forms so i mean most recently i uh do a lot of javascript um just sort of like back-end scripting things in node uh you know javascript on front end is obviously totally dominant now and like react and um view uh angular things like that um but i've also got a lot of experience with just sort of aws infrastructure i, I think we'll get into that later of just sort of you know how we set up fomo um and then you know more like uh sort of the the boomer tech things of like java and stuff like that although i don't really use those things anymore yeah and actually i i, I before announced i was uh, mostly making uh, mobile apps and games um and it's actually really interesting how I was getting away from React and actually ended uh, developing everything in React since, uh, like, in Web3, everyone using it. And first it was, like, uh, with a cross-platform framework. I mostly used, like, Flutter. There is, like, React Native. I researched it. I was like, no, I will, I will use Flutter. And then I was like, okay, I want to create a website. Um for myself like personal blog i was like i, I knew the dot net uh framework from microsoft i was not i don't want to use that let's learn something i was choosing between like vue.js and react i was like let me use vue.js and in the end i still like ended up developing things on React, which is uh kind of funny yeah, well, obviously, forgot solidity. Obviously, important. <laughs> oh, but... oh, just solidity. I was gonna say between you guys, you guys listed every language that exists. So, <laughs> you guys, I mean, from from solidity to Ng, you said you have ML experience with your other project. Yeah, I was. Uh, not that I have a huge ML experience, but yeah, I can I can make something if I need like pretty kind of uh, usual use case, like some image analysis or some kind of basic usage of HTML, yeah. nothing super fancy. Do you, yeah, NG, yeah. You, did you do all that in Python? Uh, yeah, in Python. Yeah. Yeah, I have a bunch of ML kind of experience too. And so, yeah, I used to write tons of Python. Yeah, it's actually really, like Python is like really interesting language. There's nothing super special about it. But when you like uh, write something on Python, then work on something else, you want to write something on Python. It's kind of, you have this like TypeScript, uh, Kotlin, like Swift, kind of rich developed languages, but you always kind of, ah, I want to make something on Python. You just like have something magic in it. I don't know. Yeah, it was, I, I agree. It's like, in, um, well, yeah, we, we don't need to go too far down it, but yeah, like just with TypeScript and stuff like that, like, I don't know, I just miss the ease of, of some of these languages, but. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love this for what it's worth. I love talking this stuff and we don't get it enough on the pod. So I, yeah, I love hearing it. Um, 
Okay, so you so you were around for a while, Shark Dow, build projects, you know, around, and then, you know, FOMO nouns was proposal number eight. So you were in the first ten. I don't know. I mean, that what was was it still in August, if not early September? You know, talk to me about you know you joined nouns. It's this thing you just told us you were intrigued, you're involved, and then. How how do you go from just kind of observer and admirer to like, I'm going to build this thing, you know, first of all, maybe, you know, give us what FOMO stands for, like, you know, what that means, and then kind of give us this history about like how this project idea came to be. Yeah, sure. Um, so yeah, just the, the FOMO is the fear of missing out. So, I mean, the idea behind the project and, and the name too is sort of uh, the the like hectic block by block voting and you know the the sort of gamification of, of picking the next nouns um, the a bit of the origin story so as I mentioned I was sort of in Shark Dow or uh, you know fairly early and one of the things that uh, I think it just started with I was just poking around in the nouns contracts and um, had sort of heard the snippet of uh, you can figure out which noun would come up next based on sort of some information of the block. So I started digging into all of that and then realized that we might be able to actually mint a shark uh, as part, you know, uh, for SharkDAO as one of the early nouns. Uh, so I was sort of I basically just started as a little bit of a research mess around project. Um, and then it was actually, I think it was Rayo who was sort of uh, said, hey, why are you know why, why are you we just sort of messing around with this thing as like a, a small one-off thing for Shark? Could we actually turn this into like a bigger project? Um, and so that's when Ray and I started working on like, all right, what could we uh, do to sort of set this up in a more uh, sort of always-on type of way? Uh, and we initially were thinking of something where you'd actually vote more on traits ahead of time. Uh, so you'd sort of say, hey, I really like the the shark head or I really like, um, you know, the green glasses or whatever. Um, and then we'd sort of monitor the blocks and mint those as sort of popular or like well-voted nouns came up. Uh, but then sort of, it, I, I think we were on the forum and so we're going back and forth on what's right set up. And I think 4156 was the one who said like, hey, could we actually make this uh, real time or you'd like vote in real time. Uh, and so that's sort of uh that's sort of when we shifted to like the real time voting setup. Uh, and I think that was, uh, uh, you know, a good, a good shift. Yeah. Can you explain again, we'll get into the FOMO, the, you know, technically speaking, the project, you know, a little later, but could you maybe explain, because there was also, you know, early on, there was this idea of the nouns crystal ball that was set up, right. Where you could kind of, you know, see into the future as it were. Mm -hmm. uh, can you explain, you know, how new nouns, you know, are generated, what, and, you know, it's always been described as pseudo random, right? We can mm -hmm. see into the future. How can we do that? What does that mean? What is pseudo randomness? You know? Yeah. So the, um, the way that the nouns come up is, it's basically the, um, the noun ID, and then the block hash. And the block hash is sort of the, um, this is sort of the hash of everything that's in the block that comes up every like Ethereum block. You basically get a block hash that aggregates like that block's information and then sort of links to all the prior blocks. So uh, practically speaking, that means like every time a block gets mined, you then know if a transaction settles the auction um, in the next, in like the, the upcoming 
Oh, sorry, I think I muted. Um, you'll know that whatever. Oh. Hey guys, can you hear me? You're good. Yep, we got you. Okay. Uh, so you basically, uh, yeah, when um when a block is mined, you'll know that if a transaction makes it into the next block, you'll know what noun will be minted. Um, and so that's that's what makes it so like hectic is you only have a really short window and you can get that transaction in. Um, and the reason that's sort of only pseudo random is it's not like every time you settle, it's just like a purely random number generator. It's like sort of block by block. It's basically random, but you can sort of figure out um, what it will be once you see the block. And so if you know the next one, can you know the one after that, et cetera? Like how far does it Yeah, like you can go? only know the next like the current block basically um so that's what uh that's what makes it yeah again just really hectic is you only have ethereum blocks i think are like 12 13 seconds now um when the block is mined you only have 13 seconds to get your transaction into that block if that's the only one you can know what the noun will be if you miss that window the next block will be an entirely different noun yeah uh maybe a silly question but does anything change with this when it comes to the upcoming merge yeah so um i actually think this is gonna improve fomo quite a bit so one of the things with um ethereum being proof of work right now is there's like a difficulty that comes with those blocks but you basically it's like random of how long it will take for that block to get mined so on average it's like 13 seconds but sometimes you'll see a block where it'll take 40 seconds just by like sheer random luck but sometimes you'll also get a block that only lasts for two seconds uh, and sometimes you can see that on FOMO when like you know um, nouns will just sort of like fly by super fast or sometimes it'll last super long uh, with Ethereum uh, like the merge and the Ethereum uh, uh, moving to proof of stake there'll be a much more sort of stable cadence of blocks so you'll actually just have something like 12 seconds I think for each block uh, which I think will make it still fast paced and hectic, but a little less sort of random and get rid of some of the bad edge cases that happen, um, happen now. Yeah. So, um, okay. So to step back a bit, so you get this idea four one five six is what if you made it into, you know, live this, this, this kind of idea of, of, of the project and, you know, you were in the first 10 proposals and, you and Ray are like, yeah, let's do this. Um, how do you go about, you know, scoping something like this is like pre fleshed out idea, right? What is the building like this, this, this pre FOMO, this kind of scaffolding up of the ideas and how you're going to execute? What was like building the thing like? Yeah, it was probably, um, I mean, we we're decently along and sort of thinking through some of the things. So, I mean, yeah, it started with just sort of us, I think in shark Dow discord, just sort of batting around ideas. Um, and so I think we went back and forth a few times and then basically settled on, um, let's like write up a draft proposal here. Uh, so we sort of wrote down our initial idea, put that on the, the nouns discourse. And I think that opened up, you know, a, a bunch of other feedback from the, the, the nouns community on, you know, uh, there's actually some interesting pushback on just minting or, or having anything like this because people sort of felt it might reduce the, um, 
you know, magic of nouns, if people could pick them. And, you know, there's just sort of a lot of uh, different viewpoints there. And so then basically you sort of refine that through the discourse. Um, and then it was a little hard to figure out, like, do we have enough quorum here to like put this to a vote or not? So we sort of, you know, did feelers and nouns discord and other places. Um, and then basically tried to, uh, we wanted to be one of the first proposals to make it out of SharkDAO. So we initially ran it as a prop through SharkDAO that got voted on. And then SharkDAO was the one that then brought it uh, to the uh, to the full nouns DAO vote. Um, so it was sort of, you know, multiple iterations, a lot of sort of uh, stakeholder engagement of just sort of, you know, he hearing people's concerns, trying to address those best we could. Uh, and then I think it passed with pretty pretty large support uh at the time so uh you know i think the process uh, worked pretty well there yeah and just uh we, we touched on it before but if there's you know a, a new person coming for the first time sharked out being a group of people who have pulled together funds you know usually called a sub dow right that they, they pull together funds to try and have successfully bought nouns so technically it's you know a governing body but it's a group of people that manage several nouns and so therefore this group of people can put forth proposals like you went via shark and you know if you owned your own noun you could have put a proposal up yourself but um it, it's it's more of this like sub community um yeah i had a uh it's funny you brought up the pushback at first because personally i was in that camp but it's because i didn't understand the project um, I thought, uh, because I think the name of it, right. So, so FOMO, right. We know what FOMO means, but, um, I don't know if this is the intention behind the name or if this was just attributed later, but, uh, FOMO being, you know, standing for forcement are nouns, you know, the F O M O. Um, and so my first reaction or, or reception to it was more like, you were going to like down to the trait, be able to curate an exact noun. I did not understand at first the gamification or the fact that it's pseudo random or that you're not actually like curating a noun, right? You're just looking and this voting aspect and all of that. So I wonder how much of, you know, other people were confused like me at first because um, I love the actual idea, but I thought, you know, on a daily basis, we're going to like, as if it were the playground, pick a specific noun that you wanted and for sure meant that. I think I was confused by the force mint our nouns kind of thing. Yeah, I think I'm actually not sure where the force. Was that not you? One of the things that's hard about this lot of is yeah, like, get that. like the way that this randomness works and all these things, it's like pretty nitty gritty into like, you know, both like the the nouns contracts and how like Ethereum blocks work and <laughs> so excuse me so yeah I think it's like uh, I think we had to sort of trying to um, find different ways to explain how the thing was working um, but yeah I, I do think the yeah um, the 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 pushback was was interesting of just I do think if nouns was sort of purely like a playground thing where everyone could just pick their own noun it would lose a little bit of the magic but. Um, hopefully FOMO, yeah. uh, I think, is in that spot that um, you know, still has that magic, but also I think improves the just sort of quality and, and you know, coherence of nouns. Yeah, because, again, it's, it's, it's not this guiding, controlling hand. 
you know, completely building, you know, a noun uh, from scratch, right? That was my, my understanding. But, uh, and it's interesting, you know, to hear that the, um, what's it called, that the, the force mint are nouns that didn't come from you specifically. Uh, NG, I'm curious, you know, again, we'll, we'll get into the breakdown of FOMO in a second, but I'm curious, let's, you know, go back and forth. So we have a little bit about this idea. How did you first, you know, you know, when you joined and then you, you're getting up to speed on nouns, you're, you're, you know, you're drinking from a fire hydrant, you're, you're trying to learn everything. What was your take on, on, on FOMO when you first heard about it? Um, yeah, I'm curious. Well, actually, I, I don't really remember my first thoughts. Actually, you know, I think I pretty much understood how it worked because uh, the first time I was actually learning a lot. I went through uh, when I first opened the nouns, I went through every contract. There's a good, pretty good breakdown in the Notion page in the docs. Uh, I went through the architecture. I was really learning a lot about what is DAO, how it works. And I guess I, um, I kind of, I think when I first saw um when i first uh saw FOMO, i pretty much understood how it worked what the idea uh since i knew the kind of architecture and the way uh, that worked so um i, yeah, I can't did... say i had really uh like misunderstanding on, on the formal or how it works and why it is uh don't, don't you... really remember anything about like that did you say that you joined Nouns back in December? Uh, the Discord, actually, in January. I, okay. I, I Yeah, actually, so, like, middle of January, I was actually posting the, like, Nouns with names on, on, on Twitter. And I was like, oh, um, maybe I have to talk, uh, like, with, with other people, maybe post uh, things I do on Discord, too. And I went somewhere, <laughs> like, in the middle of January, and... I, I joined the Discord, but I haven't uh, like passed the like approval. You know, this like verification thing. Uh, so yeah, I just really get engaged in Discord like somewhere beginning or middle of January. Yeah, twenty twenty two. Well, so th so that's interesting because that's technically you know after FOMO launched. So you yeah, probably yeah, didn't yeah. know the world before FOMO. So it's no, I you know. Didn't know. I yeah. actually launched, it was already live and people were playing. I also, I think I, I went to play when everyone like uh, mm. were playing. Yeah. So, and I remember actually uh, uh, Forager and Ryo was uh, tweaking the algorithm because sometimes mm -hmm. we couldn't settle because uh, this like mint bar was too high and we couldn't get votes. And uh, I was like kind of happened in a, uh, Point tuning process uh, was happening on FOMO. That's when I kind of joined and started to play FOMO actively. Yeah, because I think it launched on I think it launched on Christmas. Uh, Forger, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was you know twelve twenty five was the first. I mean, launched. I I mean, the first actual FOMO or noun settled via FOMO was on Christmas, I believe. Yeah, I think that I think that's right. Yeah, yeah, we were uh, we we were running it in like a little bit of a test mode for quite a while before it sort of publicly launched. Yeah, uh, I remember it was yeah super exciting. Um, 
Okay, so let's get into the actual app. Let's forget everything uh, we've already discussed so far. I'm, I'm, I'd, I'd like us to break this down in two ways because FOMO is something that is talked about on a daily basis, right? And, you know, there's a bunch of new people every day and they have to get up to speed on so many things when it comes to nouns. You know, and FOMO can be a lot. They're, 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 they're already trying to understand the auction mechanic and settling fires the new auction and what does that mean? You know what I mean? So, NG, I'm I'm wondering if you could break it down how you would explain, you know, kind of the end of the auction, FOMO, kick off the new auction, and what FOMO is doing, you know, how you would explain it to maybe a non-dev, non-technical person, if you can just kind of maybe explain, hey, you know, yeah. the, the elevator pitch of like, what's FOMO? What's this project? And then Forger, yeah, like, we'll, we'll kick it to you because you built the thing and we'll get into the technical. Yeah, like, a super easy way uh, to explaining what FOMO is. Like Aspirator said, um, we could get a noun only in the current block. So uh, like blockchain is uh, some, for example, imagine the uh, like factory conveyor uh, where you have like boxes that are going to be packed, right? So at some point you have a person, a miner who kind of create a new block back things in like transactions close it and this like connected with other boxes and it's go on on the factory lane um and um when the auction ends we can uh settle the auction and new noun is created only like new noun we get like when the auction like 300 ends uh we settle this auction and that's when we settle the new noun uh like 301 is created. So what FOMA does is just, um, it's like, imagine some person who talked to audience FOMA players and ask like, okay, here we have, we have this box that is packed now, um, like current blockchain blo uh, block. And we ask like on in this block, we might uh, have this noun if we settle the auction now and show the picture of noun and people vote say yes yeah yeah we want to do this like raise hands and this person collect uh people votes and if there is uh if they like number of yes votes pass some bar uh this like FOMO guy uh like gets called the miner that packs the current box that add transaction to the current block and say hey we want to settle now like we want uh, our action settling just now, just this block. And miner, if he has the ability to actually settle the action in the current box, if there is enough space, for example, because like many other people want to put things in a box, like in a current uh, blockchain box, like some transactions, someone uh, swapping the tokens, minting something, and there's like a lot of people want to put something in a box, so it will be in the blockchain forever. And uh, we have this FOMO guy who like tried to call the miner, negotiate with him, and if mine, miner can put um, some, like our auction settling in the current box, he does that, and we get a new noun. Since action settles, a new noun is created. And uh, we actually, like, if as we're in current uh, block packing, we know how noun will look if we, like, set a auction now. So uh, we actually get what we need if 
minor can include our action set link in the current block in the current box if you uh, like see it this way and if you can't like we call the miner we want uh, to we want add our thing in this box miner says like no it's already full there is uh, like no way I can do that we're like okay we, we, so then don't do anything and we continue the voting and um, and we run the format until the moment that we get enough votes for some block and we call the miner and miner includes our transaction in the current box and we get the noun. So um, actually Pomo is kind of a middle person between uh, blockchain and miners and uh, former players. It just helps us to kind of get the votes and help us to actually get the noun we want to or don't get it. Like if you can't get it, then we just pass to the next noun. Yeah, the the whole block inclusion thing I think is uh, uh, pretty cool. I, I can talk about that if you if you like Christian or or hold off. Yep. So we get in the elevator. Uh, the guy gets off. Ng gets off. Forager steps in, and a de- and another dev steps in. They're fairly familiar with nouns. They don't understand the auction. You tell them about this project you're working on. They know solidity. They know all of it. How are you explaining what FOMO is? Okay, yeah. Uh, you, so give give the sort of uh, tech, technical version of the thing. I want to hear everything. What's going on? <laughs> okay. <laughs> what right, it yeah. is and what's going on. Okay, yeah. So I think um, uh, you can think of it in, in sort of two, or if I think of like the architecture diagram that, uh, that you just posted, I think there's sort of two big pieces. First is like the front end of the thing and then the, the back end. So the front end is, is what you basically, the React app. So as any, anytime someone goes to, you know, FOMONouns.wtf, uh, they would sort of download that React app. And what that React app ends up doing is it's actually the thing that is monitoring block by block. Uh, so there's Alchemy. Alchemy is one of the um, your infrastructure providers. And they basically have a managed service where you can get a notification every time a new Ethereum block gets mined. So each of the clients on the front end is monitoring for when there's a new block. And then once that block comes in, you can basically, uh, from that block, or, or, or as there's a new block, you can go look up what the block hash is of the prior block, use that to figure out what the noun would be minted, and then that's what's displayed on sort of the, the interface. Um, and so basically then the, the client or the, the user can uh, see that noun, say whether they like it or not, and then they do the voting. And the voting is what gets passed to the, the back end. Um, the backend is basically all uh, all on AWS and it's all serverless. So there's like no servers at all there. Uh, you just, uh, we're using a couple of AWS services that let you do something called a WebSocket, which is like a continuous connection from that user's front end uh, to the backend server. And so as soon as you load the page, it basically connect, creates that WebSocket, which is that continuous connection. And then every um, every vote uh, basically goes back and forth between those two things. So uh, if you think of just one user, the front end would say there's a new block, it would render the noun, and then they'd say vote yes or vote no. That would get sent to the back end. The back end then like stores that vote, and then it sends back to all the clients, hey, here's like the new votes that have been updated. 
Uh, so if you think of like, you know, 10 people who are all um, playing FOMO, uh, you know, each of them would vote, each of their votes would go to the back end, and then it would send back, hey, now there's a one positive vote, two negative votes. Okay, wait, there's two positive votes, two negative votes, etc. Um, and so then uh, that's basically how all the like voting pieces work. And then there's another part where for each time a vote is cast, in that back end, it basically figures out whether there's sort of a quorum of, of votes. And if there's a quorum of votes, it then launches settlement. And launching settlement is basically uh, creating the Ethereum transaction that would settle that auction. Uh, and that gets into then the whole like block inclusion thing about like, you know, uh, depending on the gas fee we put, a miner may or may not include the thing. Uh, and so that's where we also have a smart contract um, that sort of does the settlement. And that thing ensures that one, it only settles on the nouns that we want it to settle on. Uh, so one, one tricky case is, uh, let's say there's an awesome noun that comes up and we send the transaction to settle that. We and it's not included in that block. We don't want to just auto settle on the next block because that could be like a horribly ugly noun that no one wants. Um, so we basically pass the block hash in and that ensures that only the noun that we want minted would get minted. And if it misses that block, the transaction will just fail. So that's one thing the contract does. Um, and then the second thing is, uh, you know, in designing it, uh, I really wanted to make sure like the devs couldn't like rug the funds or something. Uh, and settling the auctions actually can cost like it, it varies by gas fees, but at some point it was costing 0 0.1, 0 0.2 ETH every single day uh, at sort of the peak. So we basically want a contract to store those funds uh, and have the settlement come out of that contracts funds, uh, which can only be pulled by nouns now, uh, not sort of uh, just have some developer uh, account where you know nouns now have to send me 10 ETH to settle. And, you know, obviously I wouldn't, but just remove any potential that devs could sort of rug the thing. Wow. Yeah, so uh, in total, what do we have, right? We have a front end, someone nouns on WTF. We have the back end. How many contracts do we have? Is it one? Yeah, there's one contract for settlement. And then I think there's like, in the back end, it's serverless. I think there's four lambdas okay yeah just curious in totality for anyone interested uh so so that's what we have today right in production is that pretty close to the idea you guys had you know were there any trade-offs you made along the way or you know technical hurdles or or you know dead ends you came up against when you actually developed it uh i mean i think there's two big things and this will get into some of the stuff that uh i think ng's looking at um one was the the analytics or sort of like insights or data that we can show to users so i mean we were thinking of things like um uh if this is the first time a noun head has like appeared like we might want to you know put some indicator on the ui or the first time a, a certain body has shown up uh, so there's sort of analytics or, or, or data insights things there. Um, and then I think there's a whole bunch more that could be done on social um, aspects of it. Uh, one of the biggest ones is chat, uh, which is uh, something that, you know, many folks have talked about adding. But uh, I think there could be, you know, other features there about, like, sharing things out and things. Uh, some of those are probably more just, like, features to add within the current setup. Uh, but some of them are probably, like, you know, standing up 
um, whole new whole new parts of the, the stack. Yeah, we'll get into the to where NG comes into the picture here in a second. But two more things I want to make sure is clear for everyone. Uh, one, if you could break down really specifically, because I think this is the point that comes up all like all the time, maybe every day, maybe it's from like a technical understanding or, you know, should be, uh, be, you know, maybe explain clear to people, but, you know, basically quorum or the consensus mechanism, right? So how does it work, right? How many people need, what percentage of yes versus no, how are no's affecting the yeses? Like, I think there are times where people are like, that was 14 to one, right? Is that a block issue? Is that a voting percentage issue? Can you explain that as clearly as possible to people? Yeah, so um, uh, so the, uh, let, me, let me give the just sort of like uh, technical version of it and then can sort of explain the example, I think. Um, so basically 55% of the active voters need to vote for a noun for it to get reach quorum. And then negative votes, three negative votes equal one positive vote. Uh, and that sort of like subtracts from that quorum. Um, and so you know, if you think of an example, like let's say there's 100 people playing FOMO. If no one does a negative vote, you would need 55 of those 100 to vote for it to launch the minting. Um, but let's say you had uh, um, six people who voted against it. To counteract those six people, you'd actually need two more positive votes. Uh, so you need 57 to vote for it and six to vote against to reach that sort of 60 or 55 um, threshold. Um, one other wrinkle in this thing, too, uh, is that we've also added sort of an active voter um, kind of feature. So one thing we found with FOMO was there was sometimes people who would just load the page and sort of watch the nouns fly by, but they would never vote. Um, and so that caused places where you just like could never reach quorum. Uh, so we added uh, a feature where if someone doesn't vote for a few blocks, they'll be sort of marked inactive and then they will drop out of the sort of um, uh, denominator for that 55% threshold. Um, and one thing I mentioned too is like, yeah, I, I think this is fairly confusing. We actually tried to experiment with a few different ways of doing this uh early on i think the the things we were trying to do was um one we wanted to make sure that the like the the game could last long enough that it was fun and like it didn't just go by in one block um and ensured good nouns but we also didn't want to like drag on forever so we sort of tuned different like i think we had 75 percent threshold at first and that was just like way too high so we ended up like reducing it um, one other thing we wanted to do too is like um, the the negative votes were sort of I think uh, uh, hopefully or the idea was they'd be sort of fun for gamification of like you'd see the the bar go up but then you'd also see the bar go down as negative votes came in uh, and also wanted to sort of um, you know make sure if some people really hated the noun like there's a trade off here of like do you just mint it if there's like a subgroup of people who really like it. Or do you try to only mint nouns where like everyone loves them? And I think the negative votes like give you a little more of that. But uh, yeah, it's it's confusing. And I think this is a place there can be a lot more tuning and exploration of different options. Yeah. And 
So, so if the UI says attempting to settle, right, that means quorum was reached and, hey, we're sending the, you know, the transaction. Sometimes it can still fail, right? So, but, but that's not even a user's problem at that point, right? Because quorum was reached. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And this, this goes to the thing uh, NG was talking, talking about of the block inclusion. So, you know, as everyone knows, just because you send a transaction, Sometimes it gets mined like that block and sometimes it can take 20 minutes and that all depends on sort of um, gas fees and network congestion and all that. So um, there's two things that can happen with FOMO. One is that um, uh, sometimes uh, when the votes, you can reach quorum, but the time it takes from reaching quorum to then sending the transaction, sometimes the Ethereum block will just change over and the back end will sometimes pick that up and it'll just not send the transaction because it says, hey, it's, it's already too late. We already missed it. Um, so that, that's one scenario. The other one is where um, we'll send the transaction and for one reason or another, it just doesn't get mined in those blocks. Um, and those are the ones that just fail and end up sort of wasting a little bit of gas. But um, you know the game. The game still continues. So if all things are equal, right? There's not a crazy project dropping, or you know things aren't backed up for whatever reason. If quorum is reached, you know, if a block is roughly 13 seconds, like you said, if quorum is reached in four seconds, is there a better chance of it getting mined than if it reaches at the 12th second? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And and this is where um. Uh, like given proof of work Ethereum, there's a lot of variability there because the block may last four seconds and uh, or it could last 40 seconds. But yeah, in, in, in general, if you sort of get consensus earlier, it's much more likely to be included. And once we move to proof of stake Ethereum, uh, that'll give us much more clarity of like, if you can get quorum within eight seconds, we're highly likely to be included versus now it's a little bit of sort of a random guessing game. Yeah, because sometimes you'll see in the in the UI, you'll see like a noun almost flash and then it's just gone and then another one goes, right? Uh, and it's, you know, kind of confusing as to what happened. Yeah, I yeah there's like... <laughs> yeah, go for yeah, it. Yeah, like uh, usually I also like um, uh, notice that if we attempt, you see the attempt uh, attempting to mint or to settle message, like we reach the quorum and backend uh, tries to... Uh, settle the auction send transaction if we get this message that we're attempting to settle and the noun doesn't switch like in a second sometimes that happens because blocks might be included uh there's actually one thing if we think about uh blockchain block uh ethereum uh, blocks it's like a box that sometimes may, uh, may get packed to full and sometimes it's packed for 20 percent but uh this block like that is just uh, 20% of available space still might be included in the blockchain. You, you can uh, see the, this data on Etherscan. And sometimes like we just send a transaction and new block is minted really fast. So we don't really get time to uh, include our uh, transaction into the uh, current block. And if like just more than two seconds pass after we reach quorum, Usually, in most cases, uh, we mint a noun. We actually get this noun. Yeah, but usually when we don't get it, just like, you know, we reach quorum and then just in one second or in two seconds, blocks, uh, block, current block get minted and we just lose it forever. So, yeah. Just... Yeah. 
Yeah, one, what, yeah. one thing I just got to mention, too, is like uh, <laughs> there's also sometimes block reorgs on Ethereum where you can sort of switch the canonical chain. And sometimes that's when you actually get the like multiple blocks and multiple nouns flying by instantly. But a, a lot of this at the root is just like this is how the Ethereum blockchain works. Um, and so, I mean, one of the coolest things I think about FOMO is it's like a, a visual representation of sort of how messy and, you know, what's actually going on on the blocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the the one last question I had because this is something that's been, you know, um, added to to the UI or or experimenting with is is nounders nouns. So if you want to explain first of all what a nounders noun is when it happens, and you know how can we see both of those nouns kind of at the same time? Yeah, the um, uh, and this is something that uh, 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 last punk actually added recently um but every 10 nouns uh basically one of the nouns you end up like minting two nouns as you set all the auction uh one of those nouns goes to the like original nouns founders um and this is sort of the um you know sort of a royalty or something that are given to them for you know founding the project uh and then another noun will be minted for sort of the public auction um, so that's where now every every sort of 10 nouns, you'll see uh, two nouns show up. And one of those goes to the nounders and one of them goes to, to public auctions. Okay, so thank you for that super detailed overview of everything, right? We have, we have everything from, you know, the basic layout to some edge cases, you know, some considerations, you know, and the whole entire technical breakdown. Um, so, NG, at what point did you, you know, what's your relationship with Forager? How did you start, you know, asking questions or, you know, because we're getting into kind of the, you know, we've heard the past and the present, but, you know, you've wanted to make some improvements, have, you know, you have some projects you're working on that I'd love to hear about. What's your story with FOMO, right? Why are you yeah. here? What's going on? It's all notifications. It's all the like um, bidding wars they brought me to uh, working in FOMO. Uh, actually, as you know, um, if a uh, new bid for the noun comes in, in the last uh, three minutes or five minutes, um, I don't remember. So auction get extended. So if there's like last second bid, we like uh, auction gets more time for new bidder to place a bit so and uh auction always like extend itself for more and more time as long as there, there is bidders and um i actually found myself in a situation like um it's not really uh comfortable to always uh, like check the time like if it's already fomo or it's still like auction extended so when i am for example i'm training i'm exercising and I always have to look at the phone, for example, that is nearby to check if it's still auction running, if it's getting standard or not. And it wasn't really uh, like comfortable. And I, at some point I was like, hey guys, do you plan to add uh, like notifications when the FOMA gameplay starts? And uh, or, uh, uh like actually answered that, oh, it's probably better to add it to um 
to add this thing to Nouns iOS app since it's kind of a bit better on mobile. It's kind of easier and more flexible to do that on mobile. And I was like, okay, maybe. And uh, But I used Android phone at the time, so it didn't really, you know, like even if guys on iOS added that, it wouldn't really work for me. And uh, someone mentioned uh, the Noun Calendar uh, Twitter account that actually sends um, notification before action end. And, but they uh, happen before the time uh, before auction read like reach the extended period, so they notify like five minutes before auction end, and but still it uh, you get the notification, you get ready, but still auction get extended since like just in the three last minutes it might like extend, and you still have to like you get the notification, but you still have to look at your at, at the screen to actually check if it's FOMO or not. And I was like uh, using the calendar, Twitter calendar account for notifications. It wasn't really comfortable. And at some point, I am a mobile, mobile developer. At some point I was like, hey, let me, like maybe I make a mobile app for FOMO with, uh, with nice notifications and FOMO in, uh, in the phone. In, in the phone. Uh, so mobile app is kind of nicer to play than in the browser. You get the notifications. You could add a bunch of other cool features, and it's kind of started. Sorry, it's kind of started this way, and I I started working on mobile application. Uh, I have launched the beta apps for Android, iOS, and I was like, let's make like let's invest more in it but um it's kind of stalled because uh not many people play on the phone i usually play on the phone and like five uh seven eight people every day also play on the phone but most uh FOMO players actually uh, use uh pcs for playing in a browser so like most people was like uh maybe it's uh maybe it would be better to uh, invest more into developing the web application since uh, like 80% of the people play on the web. So it would be kind of a better thing. I was like, okay. Uh, and at that point, I already kind of invested lots of time into thinking uh, on the FOMO as I was like working on the mobile, like drawing different uh, like screens, how I could do this. And I stumbled upon uh, the like chat play loud for the mobile when you could have uh, the chat open always and you have some floating window like a widget above the chat so you always have uh, FOMO gameplay you, you can chat and, wo and vote easily without like you know switching between windows and all this kind of stuff you like kind of have two things at the same time and uh, it would work pretty well and I was like, when I actually draw this, uh, like, oh, I was like, I was like, wow, this is like, this is gonna be really cool. Cause like you may have always a nice chat and you can always play and, and it's really comfy and fun. Uh, Cause like, you know, when people chat, it, it's really kind of, uh, as we see in uh, Twitter spaces that guys um, like host, uh, every day, I guess. 
because I couldn't uh, join last like six days. Uh, I was kind of busy at the time when FOMO was like starting. But it really adds a lot of this like social uh, feedback you get in real time. It's really cool. And like people not always can join um, and speak, but you can pretty much like if you have time for FOMO, you can always uh, send a text message whenever you are. It's uh, usually it's much more flexible than audio. And I was like, oh, this is chat thing is really cool. And people were like, hey, maybe you can, you can kind of switch to uh, working on branding the web. And I was like, uh, okay, okay. You know, I already have uh, a lot of thoughts on the FOMO. Uh, I already spent quite a time on it thinking and I have thoughts what could be added here, then, uh, there. I was like, okay, let's uh, have this knowledge and switch to the web, upgrade the web and uh, probably later on, as more people join the like, as more people play Pharma, we'll also upgrade them while. So it would be like really cool ecosystem, and kind of that's how I uh, kind of gradually move to uh, like to the next iterations of web Pharma. Yeah, I was just going to, like, I mean, one of the things we did when building FOMO was, like, all the code is out there. Like, it's open source on GitHub. Anyone can go look at it. Um, and, yeah, just, like, I think the idea was always that this is something that the community would, like, you know, A, could redeploy in other instances if they want to or, like, contribute back to. And, yeah, I mean, NG was one of the, the guys who, as he was describing, like, just for months has been sort of, like, slowly digging in and like figuring out all the details about FOMO. Um, and I think he was the first one too, to do sort of like a public pull request on the, on the repo. Um, so I think it was just like, you know, uh, his sort of uh, commitment to just like digging into the thing, I think was, uh, was pretty cool. And I think it's like kind of a example for the community on like contributing back to these projects. Yeah. Which, which I love. And, you know, I know NG, you're, you're thinking about, you know, opening a proposal with, you know, more improvements and whatnot. And and as I was looking through it, one of the ones was talking about, you know, the Mint kind of logic clarification. And I mean, Forger, you were talking about, I mean, we're talking about the consensus mechanism, right? And I'm not, you know, I don't, you know, like, it, it all sounds fine, but it just is complicated. So it's not even like it has to change necessarily as much as it just has to be broken down for people, right? And 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 it's interesting to see some ideas, right? That that NG has, um, if you want to talk on it, right? Because I see a, a, a screen grab you have here of you know how the logic would change to basically give a better idea of like X votes. You know, we, we need two more, right? And 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 maybe yeah. that changes as you get the negative votes and. You know, it's yeah. all about how you explain things, right, to exactly. the everyday exactly. person, yeah. Yeah, that, uh, that's one of the things I wanted to do. We also actually want to, uh, uh, if we go uh, deeper on, uh, the, like, upgrading the FOMO, uh, we wanted to test different uh, algorithms uh, for um, Quorum. Like, uh, test what, ha like, how the game plan will be if we change the algorithm to like change the bar level or use a different approach to calculating the votes 
And um, we also wanted to test uh, different things to like in the same time, you know, you, you have, for example, you have the current flow, but you also like somewhere you can like for the developers or for people that are interested, you could see like, like how uh, formal will act if we use this algorithm for, uh, for today, for example, right? So we could find something that would work uh, maybe better uh, in some cases that we won't miss a noun or consensus would be reached faster or something like that. And I wanted to also get it, yeah, as you said, easier uh, to understand because this thing is, is kind of complicated actually, right? So you have a lot of moving parts, you have a blockchain, you have the FOMO, you have the votes and it's all kind of effect the thing and like every like layer make it more and more complicated and yeah making it much easier and showing instead of like okay we're uh 80 percent uh from the like reaching a quorum or just 20 percent it would be much better to just show okay uh, like 10 more people vote and we try to settle and mint this noun and get this noun right so yeah. instead of showing like percentage, we just we're showing like we just need ten votes more. Just wait for ten more people to vote yes. Or and may encourage more, more, you know, like like the stale player problem we were talking about, right? That may encourage people who are just watching yeah. to be like, oh, just two more people, I you know, I can throw a vote yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah, I could I could press the button like right. Yeah. This is kind of like easy. So we just okay. We need votes. We need, for example, like new noun pairs. Uh, and person sees a message. We need 20 votes to mean this noun. So basically like 20 votes, nothing else. Like, Or if people uh, vote uh, no, we increase this number. Like if it's like uh, zero votes, we have like, we need 20 to mean it. If 10 people voted no, we say, okay, we now need 30 votes to mean this noun. So, people, so it's like would be easy uh, kind of like, we need X votes and it's like people don't have to mess with their like percentages, bars or, you know, things like that. So just, and I think, and, and, and I think the other big ad, I mean, for me personally, one, one I've always thought about and Forger is interesting that you guys, you, you know, you said that you were even thinking about this from the beginning, right. Was about, you know, um, analytics kind of like about traits, right. I think people really love FOMO, for the heads right that's the main point of, of of each noun yes you know the aesthetics and if they match but like i think for me i mean we're what th nearly 350 nouns in we have 246 heads you know and we haven't seen them all right because there's duplicates triples etc and so i think as we get closer and closer to having less nouns that we've seen for the quote-unquote first time it's going to be interesting just to know during FOMO, yes, sometimes we're settling aesthetic nouns that match, but sometimes, you know, maybe the priority shifts to like, we just need to settle a basketball head noun or whatever, you know, we haven't seen yet. And, and I think being able to see if we settle this noun right now, everyone, this would be the first time we, you know, as the DAO have, you know, auctioned off this noun. I think that would be a huge win and, and really interesting. Yeah, I feel like the one of the things I was uh, really excited to see too is just people doing the sort of seasonal nouns or like trying to pick nouns for a certain event. Uh, I thought that was like really cool. And yeah, I think there's even the, the version too about like 
um, here's the chances that like a, you know, basketball or whatever will show up here. Like, do you want to wait or do you want to mint this aesthetic now? And like, there's a lot of ways to, I think, play with that mechanic. Yeah. Cause I mean, the, the, the group think, you know, uh, changes all the time. I mean, some, some nouns that have been minted are just like, so aesthetic, meaning that like, you know, the glasses match the shirt and the accessory and it's a great, you know, it's, it's not like quote unquote, like a messy kind of chaotic noun, but sometimes people will just mint a really interesting head because you don't see it a lot or it's just, you know, um, it's, 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 it's just a fun one. Like, I mean, the iconic, you know, first noun, um, excluding zero was a fox, right? Everyone knows it. It went for the most, mm -hmm. all that jazz. We've never minted another fox. And I would assume that if we ever, you know, really got the chance or, or got close to minting one, even if it was like, quote unquote, messy, I, I feel like people would still go for it simply because the head is so exciting. Uh, you know, it's kind of an iconic head and we haven't seen it ever again. Right. And so it's not always just the nouns that match. It's I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, actually, it will be really interesting uh, like to see how people actually uh, behave when they see that first, like, that particular head appears the first time. Uh, like, if, if, if this would change the, like, behavior of people, how they vote on, um, on the particular nouns. Well, goes without saying kind yeah. of the opposite, too. We don't want to get too many yeah. onion heads, yeah. too many lipstick yeah, heads, yeah. you know what I mean? In a row. We just had one or we don't want it anymore. We need another month before we revisit it or something. Yeah, and I think the I mean tying back to the what we were talking about at the start about, you know, concerns about um, you know, not having just purely random nouns and like letting people pick. I actually think it's like turned out really cool of like there is still a lot of randomness in there, but it almost lets people like like the culture expresses itself in what nouns that we end up minting. Um, and, you know, whatever the latest thing, if it's like a 420 thing or whatever else, uh, you know, it sort yeah. of expresses that in the nouns, which I think is, uh, is cool. Yeah. And you see that with, um, with, you know, the Budweiser noun as, as we waited for maybe a week, you know, because I mean, even if someone wants a noun or it's seasonal and we want the tree head around Christmas or something, you still can't, you can't actually force it to happen, right? You still, even with FOMO, you still have to wait. Even if it comes up, you still have to get, you know, quorum and the block and, you know, and so uh, it just helps. It's still random and it's still fun. Yeah, it actually, uh, I also think we get, uh, we got the Bud Light uh, now really fast. I actually thought we would like spend much more time getting the boo head. Yeah, and it's it's really happened re pretty well. Like a uh, second, I think second second day after we were like hunting for about uh, it was head. several for sure, but it was not weeks or anything like that. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And also, I was actually thinking a lot about uh, how random it's like how random the new nouns should be. Because uh, people were really talking a lot about creating a most uh, more perfect like minting mechanics. So we would always get uh, really cool nouns uh, with like really fast promo. But I was actually thinking that no, we need to have nouns that are not like kind of perfect. We we should keep it a bit like 
we should keep the randomness and get nouns that are not like super, super, super top because uh, it's still like PvP collection and it will be actually a helpful for the game to keep it interesting. So uh, like having the FOMO that lasts, for example, for uh, like, uh, like 20 blocks, like for 20 world iterations is like just much better than when you uh, have FOMO, like you enter the day and you have the perfect noun every day and you just like have to pass one vote and it always means a perfect noun. That thing just won't be interesting interesting in the long term because at first people would just like, okay, oh, we're great. We have a great noun one day, next day, oh, we have a great noun third day. And then people will just start losing interest. And this like, uh, you know, ability to mess uh, for things to mess up with a blockchain or someone else minting a noun outside FOMO it really kind of makes it interesting because every day we start FOMO and we don't know what would happen and that's uh, really one of the things uh, that makes it interesting and I really think we should really keep that at all costs we should make it like we want the good nouns yes but we need to have this like randomness and not knowing what would actually happen, like still persist. Yep. For the long run. Yep. I agree. Uh, yeah, I do. I, I think if we ever went to like, you know, what my, you know, misconception was back when FOMO started of like, you're specifically, you know, creating and curating a noun. I don't, you know, I don't think that would go over well. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. One thing. Yeah. You know, one thing too. I think is. Uh, you know. The. I know. There's things in flight to like add more and more heads. Uh, you know. I think that'll that'll make it even more rare that you'll sort of see a fox head again or whatever it is. So I think that'll that'll be cool too. Yeah. Trade addition and retirement. Uh, both ways, right? You know, if the basketball, for whatever instance, is is taken out, you know, um, the ones that exist are the ones. Yeah. But. As we're wrapping up, I kind of want to touch on, on 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 the reception of the project as a whole, uh, because this, you know, we've had, I think, 90 some proposals. Right. But, you know, not to not to toot the horn or whatever, but I just I mean, this really has been, you know, this is a daily used, you know, product. It is widely loved. It is it has only grown in, in adoption. I remember the early days, it was like, we got 13 people on, we got 17 people, this is huge, we just broke 20. And I think the top turnout recently has been like 110 roughly is, is, is the most we've ever seen. And like, that's, that's crazy, you know? Uh, it's, it's become this kind of phenomenon and it's brought in new people to the project. I know people, you know, I know Nouns has an ongoing effort around Noun O'Clock. And again, to explain that, right, that's like roughly the last five, 10 minutes when an auction ends. But the point is not even so much trying to see who wins. I, I'd argue the reason people are gathering around Noun O'Clock is because we're so excited for this thing to end so that we can see what's coming up next. And, you know, the vehicle we use to kind of see what's next is FOMO, right? And... I mean, I think on one end, it's it's brought about some real revenue add to nouns, right? There are some some really aesthetic nouns it's created that like, 
you know, we go for 200 ETH, we're on a normal day and they go for 70 or 80, right? Because we minted this now and that's just like unbelievable, right? But besides that, there's just like real like user love. It's this, you know, gamification or just community aspect, right? Like this is, Nouns is an NFT project. And yes, there's a Twitter and yes, there's a Discord, but like, you know, it's, it's not very often that we all get to either chat or hang out or get together, right? And FOMO has been like this, like, you know, watering hole or water cooler, whatever analogy you want to use for everyone to come around. And there are, you know, chats in general in the Discord. There are multiple Twitter spaces there. You know, it's it, it's this thing everyone's kind of come around and we're all doing the same thing at the same time together. And if we meant one, right, it, you know, we did that, right, because we needed X amount of people to kind of hit that quorum. So Forager, I'm kind of curious, you know, how, you know, kind of your take on all that and kind of where it was back in August, you know, and kind of seeing it grow to this new thing and, you know, NG's, you know, going to make improvements and who knows, like, we're not even a year in. I'm, I'm just curious how all this hits you. Yeah, no, I think your, uh, your description was, was awesome. Yeah, I think it's, uh, um, I, I can't think of any other stuff in like kind of the crypto world that has much sort of, like you said, like daily use of the thing. And so, I mean, I think a lot of that just goes to the original way that like nouns, uh, the nouns kind of founders design the thing. Um, but, you know, I'm not sure they ever thought the like, you know, block hash setting set up and how you mint the nouns would like, you know, create something like this. But I think it's a great example of just crypto where these things can just sort of, you know, come out of nowhere. Uh, and, and I think the, I think one of the biggest things that's just gotten a lot of uh, interest in adoption is like as we walk through the like the tech stack of the thing. I mean, it's pretty complicated. There's all this like real time stuff, but the interface of the thing is just like so easy that you can literally just show it to someone who knows nothing about crypto, and they'll just you know like the pictures. It's sort of a cool gaming mechanic. So you know, uh, I'm like super excited to see the adoption, and I hope it actually becomes like an onboarding tool. Um, for people, you know, even outside the hardcore, um, you know, nouns, crypto community, which I, I think it uh, um, hopefully is, is starting to do. Yeah, and actually, I was like, you know, with the FOMO, uh, nouns protocol gets kind of extended because uh, the first it's like DAO and auction. That's, uh, as I understand, it's like noun protocol, what it is. But now it's like uh, DAO, auction, and the FOMO. Uh, it's really became one of the main parts of the nouns. It's really kind of astonishing that it's really kind of that big of addition. And it happened quite fast at the beginning of the DAO and became something that is really, really important for the linkativity of the DAO. Yeah, I was going to mention too, like the, you know, the user stats you're mentioning, uh, uh, Christian, like the, uh, <laughs> I was actually looking at my AWS costs and I was like, why is this going up so much? Uh, and, you know, you can just see right on the sort of AWS costs, just this like huge growth over time, which is, you know, awesome just seeing uh, uh, just how much more use is, is coming. Yeah. And, and like you had, had just said, it's interesting because this potential was always here, right? I don't think anyone, the founders ever considered block hash and next noun and pseudo randomness to be anything interesting to be unlocked, right? Like there wasn't. And then you guys kind of 
think of this the seed of an idea and then you know he, he gets some prompting well what if you you know built the interface for it and then like i mean it took off and had good reception right but now we're seeing it really take off i mean i would say in the last month it's just been insane and uh i have no idea where it's going to go or keep going but you know i i thank you for it uh it's been, you know, maybe one of the longest or like farthest reaching proposals past just what it does, right? Like the proposal was build the thing and you built it, but like you never 100% know its use, right? Or, or how it's going to hit people or, or, or whatnot. But I mean, it just, it's this giant net that just kind of, you know, scoops up all the attention every day around nine o'clock and it's just been like a joy for the community. And so, you know, wrapping up here, um, uh, thanks for, you know, breaking this all down. I think this has been, you know, fascinating to, to kind of understand, you know, again, the past, present and future, the idea behind it, you know, how it started. And then, you know, really exciting to hear, you know, this kind of like passing of the torch and kind of where it's going to go from here. Um, if you guys, uh, you know, want to go ahead and give a shout out to, you know, where people can find you or, you know, if you want to let us know what projects you're working on, it doesn't have to be nouns related, any other community, you know, what do you have going on or, you know, where can people find more, you know, stuff that you're working on? Yeah, uh, I think uh, anyone who wants to follow me, it's uh, uh, underscore forager on Twitter, uh, or you can follow me on GitHub. Uh, usually a good place to see the uh, the latest things. Um, yeah, and I think uh, I'm still contributing to, to SharkDAO. I think there's some uh, cool things upcoming there with the Shark Island project and other stuff. And um, also, I think uh, uh, I'm continuing to sort of support and maintain and uh, we'll be contributing on FOMO as well. But uh, I think, you know, having the the help of NG and, and other people in the community. Uh, I know 999 has done a, a ton to add new features, but, you know, welcome anyone uh, to, to help, uh, help contribute. And can we find that on your GitHub, just, you know, specifically for people to, to search? Uh, yeah, we actually, uh, we set up an organization, um, but I think, uh, well, let me, uh, maybe we can, I'll tweet out the link. Uh, but we have a FOMO nouns organization and there's a FOMO nouns Got repo. It. So if you search yeah. it, you'll find it. Yep. yep. Open source waiting or open to pull requests. Yep. And NG. Yeah. And uh, you can also follow me on Twitter. It's uh, Nikita G O underscore. Um, yeah. A bit complicated, I guess, but um, yeah. Uh, N I K I T A. Geo underscore. Um, so yeah, I'm also launching um, animate nouns project that was uh, funded by Prop House. Really cool thing that Seneca built, and you too, I know. CDD also working on this uh, now. So it's this, uh, it's an application where you can add some animations to uh, your noun, uh, some blinking eyes and some other cool stuff that will appear there and Paul also make different projects around NFT ecosystem so yeah cool things uh, will ha uh, will be in the future and FOMO too so yeah give a follow I post the updates there it's gonna be really fun 
Yeah, great. Thank you both for being here. Uh, we really appreciate, you know, um, the time and uh, we'll talk soon. Thank you for taking us on. Yeah, thanks for having us. And yeah, uh, you know, awesome to see all the stuff you've been uh, building and contributing to uh, Christian. So yeah, keep up the, the awesome work on, on everything. <laughs> appreciate doing. it. Appreciate it. Yeah, Thank definitely. You. Non-center is up so far. <laughs> thanks, guys. Get up and see everyone. Alrighty. Bye, guys. Bye, everyone.